0: welcome back everybody to the fourth episode of panthers talk philly i'm colin fuges with my co-host ron baker and today as our special guest we have mr mike flannery how you doing mike (laughs) hey thank you very much for uh coming on such short notice um So we're gonna talk a little bit about the Eagles today, but mostly talking about the Sixers um, as they start their season. So, um, how's uh, everybody doing on Veterans Day?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm great.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: Um, I'm. I think I'm doing all right. Um, right, The the assembly that we had earlier today was really good. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, it's, It's good that we have you know a good amount of people that. Can relate to that especially like when he was talking earlier well for the
0: listeners why don't you just describe what happened what you're so we
2: got uh one of the generals general um zinni to come by the school and um basically gave his military life and all that kind of stuff we kind of interviewed him and some of the students asked questions like roman who was up
0: there asking him questions so yeah four-star general very cool i got to eat lunch with him so that was pretty cool. Um, and the war stories are just unbelievable. He's a very brave man. So we thank him and all of the uh, participants in the armed services right. to just thank you very much for everything that you do. So with that, let's get started. Why don't we touch on the Eagles a little bit? Because, like, I'm sure we're going to get pretty, I guess, maybe a little heated um, with the Sixers, a lot of emotion there. But why don't we start mm-hmm. with the Eagles coming off of a bye week Got the Patriots coming up in Week Eleven, kind of a big week. So, what are we thinking here? You know, honestly, like with the Sixers
2: starting, like you don't have to worry about the mediocre play of the Eagles anymore because (laughs) we finally (laughs) have a team that we know is going to get to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you know the Eagles; they're coming off a bye week. They're historically pretty well against the bye week. I'm pretty, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm confident that Peterson. You know, he has two weeks to get a game plan together for the Patriots. You know, the defense is top tier and as long as you can hold tom brady to at least you know a minimum I everything should be fine you know it just depends entirely on that offense finally clicking because yeah. those wide receivers like every statistical category is like 27th or below in the yeah. league and when you're paying guys
0: like alshon jeffrey big money that's just I, he has completely disappeared, disappeared. <laughs> it's not good um so i was i was uh, just looking uh, at the nfl app or whatever and I got this uh, notification. It says, "Tom Brady eager for Eagles rematch." The Patriots quarterback gets his first shot at the Eagles since Super Bowl 52 loss. He says, "You assume I'm over it? Come on now. He's so, not over Nick Foles either. No, well, I'm. I mean, Nick Foles his is hand. no longer still in hasn't Philly. shaken his hand. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Um, I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little nervous. I." I try to stay as positive as I can with the Eagles, but I have to look at it realistically. Like, if we lose this game, season's over. But, like, I I do think that like the chances of us getting to the playoffs are very slim right now. But even more slim if we lose. But like, Patriots are coming off of a loss, and it's really hard to believe that the Patriots could lose multiple games in a row. Like, that just doesn't seem like the Brady Belichick way. I know. You know, Eagles are coming off a
1: bye. I don't know. Mike, what are you thinking? I don't know. I'm just glad the Patriots are over with. Yeah. <laughs> I. <I'd. sighs> Even though they're not, not over with, they're, they're crumbling.
0: I will say, of course, the one year that that offense does not function, the defense comes swooping in to save the day.
2: That's just because they gave Belichick a higher. Yeah. They gave him more um, – Play, they, they let them play around more with the defense. They get rid of the defensive coordinator, they make him the mm-hmm. defensive coordinator. He's in charge of all of that. They do things his way, and they're top three in pretty much every statistical category now.
0: That is true. So, well, let's go with predictions. But what's, what's the prediction from everybody? Loss easy. It's just <laughs> I they're, they're not, I, I yeah. can't go
2: any much specific score. I think Patriots they're gonna stay within the mid to. 20s. I don't think it's going to be like a gun show. I think it's going to be like pretty hard fought, but the Eagles are just going to fall. And yeah. I think they're going to lose by like at least two possessions.
1: Okay. Mike, how about you? Honestly, even though I want to say it's going to be close, we're just kind of yeah, eh. Yeah. Compared to the Patriots.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you have mm-hmm. like a score at all? <laughs> if you could, if you could make just like a guess.
1: Guess? I don't want to say that we're gonna get dogged completely. So <laughs> uh, honestly no, I don't want to put a score on it just because Yeah, it's just gonna it, be too it far. can be anything. Okay. It really could. Fair
0: point. I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna have to go with you guys in a loss. I just don't see Carson stepping up to the plate. This offense is just too bad right now. Yeah. That, that I mean, defense is too good. Like mm-hmm. of course we can't put everything on Carson. And like you guys know I'm like the biggest Carson yeah, Wentz fan. Bro. That's all I talk about is Carson Wentz. Um, But, like, I just, especially this season and last season, like I just haven't seen Carson Wentz step up in these big moments. Um, And I just don't think he's surrounded by enough people to kind of help him along the way. Um, So I'm going to go with a loss. I think the run game is going to work very well. I think the passing game will be nonexistent. So I'm going to go 24 to 14. I think we lose by 10.
1: Well, wow, I was actually thinking around the same range, but yeah. I didn't want to say it because yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a higher score game than yeah. that, I the mean, Patriots, at least.
0: I just don't see the Patriots doing that well. I think the defense will step up. I don't know why. I just have a gut feeling like I know everybody's thinking, like, dude, Tom Brady's going to. All those the secondary but right. I don't know. I I got a small hunch there
2: I think the biggest problem with this team right now is like we keep saying that Carson Wentz isn't the problem But we keep giving him weapons to do stuff and nothing comes to fruition You get JJ Ortega Whiteside who isn't even playing now. He's sitting down on the bench Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey doesn't play unless the quarterback's name is Nick Foles. That's (laughs) true Deshaun Jackson was cleared to play after sitting for like six weeks. Don't even, don't even get me. And started. then he goes on, on the, the Deshaun IR. Deshaun Jackson, man, that guy, bum.
0: He makes me, like, I can't. I mean, I, I feel like I can get angry at him because it was his choice not to get the surgery. Then he plays like three snaps and gets injured again. Yes. And now he's gonna get surgery. And now he has that. to get surgery. He's gone. And we've seen in the past years. Uh, especially with Carson. Carson needs a deep threat, and if he doesn't have that deep threat, that whole offense collapses. And now half the offense has collapsed, and now you're at the mm-hmm. mercy of your running backs yep. who aren't, haven't done much. Uh, actually, mm, I don't know. Jordan Howard is starting to cook up a little bit.
2: When you give them that many rushes and well, stuff yeah, like that, because you know the offense as mm-hmm. far as passing isn't going to work, I'd yeah. hope that they can get some runs yeah. in. But the thing is, is if you're playing the, playing the Patriots, you can't guarantee that. They could easily, you know— send different kinds of packages where the box is, you know, more yeah. collapsed or will collapse easier with how the Eagles run because mm-hmm. the Eagles like running north-south. Absolutely. They don't like going outside like they did with McCoy.
0: Everything's going to be just straight A to B destination. All right. Well, anybody, you guys have anything left to say about the Eagles? Anything about the season? Maybe like one thing they, I guess they can't really like pick up anybody now. Because like, uh, Jordan Matthews. Third oh, time dude. now. Let's go. He's he like the ex-girlfriend that you just keep going back to. There's no reason they should have picked him up. I don't. I think that was just. It's because that he was, knows the scheme. Well, yeah, I guess. But, like, there's just no point in doing that. Like, at that point, Howie like was, like, forced to do something. Like, he missed many opportunities on both offense and defense, still very upset about the Mika Fitzpatrick. He should have gotten him for, what was it, like a fourth-round pick? Like that was No, first-round. Oh. It was an unprotected, well,
2: any unprotected, but yeah. it was a first-round pick when the Steelers were 0-2. Ah. So.
0: I still, I feel like I would have gone after Fitzpatrick, but I think he definitely felt the pressure of getting a wide receiver, and at that point I, he just went to a steady guy, but that's whatever. So anybody else have anything left to say about the Eagles? No? All right, well. With that, let's get moving on to the Sixers. Sixers, I don't okay. Ten, nine, eight, seventy sixers yeah. <laughs> We there's been a lot going on and just I mean, we were the last team To, to lose a game. To lose a game. Um, and then we lose like three in a row. Yes. Yeah. So and then yeah.
1: We won one. Against Scrubs. Yeah. Well, we had a 21 point
2: lead and we won by say, eight. Just want to say,
1: Cody Zeller literally missed the three and had enough time to grab the dunk and put it back up. Yeah. So uh, things that was ugly.
0: I mean, for me, I was so excited. Like that first game
1: against yeah. um, Celtics. the Celtics, yeah. and then you realize our depth is just not there. If we don't, we lose one of our stars. Yeah. See, that's what I was. I mean, I saw a stat. The
0: other day that we are still undefeated, um, as of Monday, November eleventh, with mm-hmm. uh, all four or all five of our starters in the lineup. So like, yeah. I wouldn't freak out just yet. When I,
2: everyone's healthy, they're performing
0: well. Yes, right. yeah. And I think, I think they've been working on that that five team, like that that first team chemistry right there. Yeah,
1: and then the second unit is just dude scrapping. Although Raul Nito. I don't like him. I'd really? rather, I'd rather have Trey Burke getting the minutes that he had yesterday. I would tell. Really? Dude, Honestly, I love Trey Burke is a so. bucket walking.
0: Dude. I, I hey, like both of them personally. I enjoy both of them. Um, but why don't we first actually let's, let's do the, uh, the mini game. Now we have this little, little thing planned is something new. Um, and I'm going to give a hot topic or hot take, I guess. And, um, we're going to have the guest go against one of the co-hosts. I'm going to assign you one side of the take and you got to defend it. So neither of you guys have heard it, um, kind of talked about it a little bit, but the hot take is the Sixers should trade Ben Simmons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ron, you have to defend why they shouldn't trade him. Mike, you have to defend why they should. So who wants to go first?
1: All right, I could start just because it's, it's not that hard. It's the spacing problem and the recent shoulder injury that shows concern. I get it that it's something small and he was only out for three games, but that's such a small move, and he was on a smaller player when he got injured. And he uses his shoulder a lot to post up, and that's something that if he's not able to do, it's only jump shots. And, you know, he's just trying to stay away from him. He took that one in the preseason, and we haven't seen anything else, hasn't even thought about it really or even looked like he was going to attempt it. I maybe saw one mid-range pull-up. And and with the spacing uh, between them, uh, Embiid and Ben, it just wouldn't work out, in my opinion. It already is like kind of messy, especially with Tobias not wanting to be that player that can shoot the threes. He's 100% better from the mid-range slash slashing area that he can take. But, yeah, that's just my reasoning why I wouldn't keep him, especially when we can grab another piece that can spread the floor and maybe grab some depth with it.
2: Could you go into um could you just like elaborate on what kind of pieces you would be looking towards to get for Ben Simmons yeah, and what so do you value yeah. him as? Well, let's, let's add on to that. Yeah, if, we're if never going to get the one value
1: one. back that he's worth. So I I mean I already know that and some people don't believe that and it's kind of rough. I don't know, it's just we have somebody we need people off the bench that can split the for, uh, floor and defend. Um honestly, There's a lot of players that I'm not sure if we're selling or buying, but honestly, if we package Josh Richardson for Bradley Beal and maybe on, I don't know. Whoa, wait a second. So you want to package maybe not not just for Bradley and Ben Simmons for Bradley Beal? If we got a guaranteed contract contract extension for a Bradley Beal and maybe like uh, Thomas Bryant and maybe one other good player off the Wizards. I mean, they don't really have anybody, but. I'm just thinking maybe it would even be a three-team deal because I'm thinking mm-hmm. Bradley Beal can shoot the three. He can slash. He's quick. We need a shooting guard slash point guard, and he could get it done. Interesting. All right. Well, Ryan, Bradley Beal
2: did. I'm pretty sure he did get a contract extension with the Wizards, but it's mm-hmm. not a long-term one. I'm pretty sure it's only like two years or whatever. But um, you have Matisse, Stiebel, and Ben Simmons, who are both averaging 2.8 and three oh, steals yeah. per game. Lin Lee perimeter defense has been one of the best places where the Sixers have been at It's mostly just like isolation and post-up plays where they've been really bad And you can't blame perimeter players for that Mm -hmm. They need to bring down the steal or the fouls which comes with discipline And they need to bring them to turnovers which come with discipline and when you have a point guard like Ben Simmons Who constantly tries to get other people the ball and take layups everything looks like a turnover? You're not gonna find a 610 point guard anywhere if he's not gonna shoot the ball that's up to him. Ben, you know, last year Jimmy Butler was telling him shoot the ball. This year everyone's telling him shoot the ball, and now the fans are getting angry about it. It's, it's only him that's preventing his growth.
0: Rightfully so. Yeah. They should be getting angry.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Oh, no, no, I like, no, no, no. It's a good thing. Right. Yeah. But it's just like everything's there. It's just he's holding himself back, and yeah. you shouldn't be trading a player because
1: of that. Yeah. Well, hmm. There's one thing about his attitude that I just hate, and it's th- he waits until the very last second when somebody talks down on him, and then he reacts. But after that, it's just silence again. Like, yeah, Mike, last,
0: you were telling me uh, earlier that he just plays in like when he's needed the most, like yeah, in the moment, like and last then he year just in disappears.
1: The, last year in the playoffs against the Nets, he had one really good game, like exquisite game, and that's because everybody was saying he couldn't do anything against them. And then the rest of this, the next series, he was quiet. Against the Raptors, well, and that's when you're not going really up his against fault. Kawhi Leonard, it's yeah, not it's his not fault. really his fault. But the thing is, like, if he has that skill to just decide one night I'm going to drop 29 or like 20 something and nine and nine, then why doesn't he just put forth that effort at least every night? Like, I see it sometimes, but his turnovers are so stupid; like, they're inexcusable things that it's just him not trying his hardest yeah. to focus.
0: I can definitely and underst- that yeah. that
1: attitude issue. Like we don't see it like in the playoffs. He could have came out and did something. Mm-hmm.
0: I can definitely understand where you're coming from with the attitude. I see it all the time, and I think some people like I'm not like saying that he doesn't do this, but I think sometimes it's just kind of a misunderstanding because like he's not like a Joel Embiid. I find nothing wrong with him being humble. Face. yeah, he's I he's find a very wrong he's a very quiet player, and sometimes people can mistake that as he just doesn't care about the game
2: the thing that like you can want ben simmons to shoot all he wants and i do too but if he doesn't have the confidence to shoot the ball there's nothing you can do about that that's literally all on him that's true if you want him scoring 20 points in the playoffs every night that requires him to shoot the ball because he's not going to get 20 layups a game so if he's doing it in the playoffs it's even worse because he's wasting possessions and possessions are so important in the playoffs because you have to score points to win so you want him to do all this stuff, but at the same time, if he's shooting 20%, everyone's going to be attacking him for being not efficient at doing
0: what he's doing. Yeah, I, th- I think plus two. Like, I mean, for me, like, there's only one other guy that I like more than Carson Wentz as far as Philly sports go, and that's Ben Simmons. Um, but it's just like he's like one of the most frustrating players to watch. Because Cause you, you want to see him be good, yeah, and then yeah. he refuses to do it. Because you know that he could be so good. Like you look at game one against the Celtics. And he went off. He was yeah. shooting. He was being more aggressive. Everything was going right. Yeah. And then he just went back to his old habits. He, and this is the thing that frustrates me the most, and I like scream at the TV every time he does this. It's like 2v1, and he drives into the lane, or or just at any point, he drives into the lane. He pretty much has the guy beat. He's taller than the guy, and instead of dunking or doing a layup, he flings it out, he jumps up and then he just throws the ball without even knowing where he's going. Exactly. And that's where Mike were you were talking about with the stupid
1: turnovers. Like it's just so frustrating. Yeah, it's like Cause cause while you're doing it you have to be yeah. like noticing that you don't know where you are on the floor. Exactly. And you can't make this.
0: And at what point, like, will he grow up with that and like
1: that's just like shot maturity, but he, it, there's a lot of cases where I wish he would just dunk it instead yeah. of laying it in because he's missed a lot of layups. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's I mean, very when the majority of the shots you take, I get it. But also, Charles Barkley made had a like a sixty percent field yeah. goal percentage show. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's doesn't true. really impress me. True. He's a big man that should be able to, you know, get mm-hmm. to the dunker's position.
2: Yeah, I just. I think you know every, it's undisputed that the Sixers have the best starting five in the NBA, and there's there should be no reason why we should be blowing that up by taking out one of our young cornerstones.
0: No, I I, I mean
1: this is all hypothetical. Well, thing. yeah, right. If I had to choose, if I, I have to well, defend yeah, it, I'm saying say, there's no reason. I wouldn't send them off either. It's just that's the size of the set yeah, argument yeah. is, and yeah, not saying I'm looking good, but I think i yeah, I'm looking I mean good.
0: yeah, I mean you put it pretty well, especially for like not 100 percent believing in that because that's like. I mean, imagine that. Like, oh, if no, in my basement,
1: I think, for three hours, what could we do to just get rid of Ben Simmons? <laughs> yes, but,
0: like, if you, like, imagine the Sixers sending him away and then him becoming the star we all knew that That's he would. How That's how Markel Fultz, all Fultz is right now for then. me. <laughs> I, really odd, dude. Markel Fultz him is every, not doing that good. Seeing
1: him get 16 points makes me the happiest kid in the world.
0: He, <laughs> why is that?
1: Because he was just he couldn't do anything before it looked like he was gonna be out of the league. He was the joke of the NBA, and it pains me at the same time because he is doing the same thing he could do he did in college, where he'd do like that post up stuff. Mm -hmm. Who crossed him horribly the other night? I think oh that was
0: bad. I
1: think it was either Kyrie or Harden or somebody like that. It was Kyrie. Somebody put the handles on him real bad.
0: Uh, Yeah, go (laughs) look that up. It it was like he full on tripped and slid a good couple feet.
1: You know who's a crazy player point guard that doesn't get enough credit? I mean, I'm a huge Trails Blair Reserves fan, so Uh, not Dame Lillard. Anthony Simmons. I have no idea. He's the backup point guard. Last year he barely got any minutes. I think he had like a forty-nine point game out of nowhere. Jeez. Towards the end of last year. Yeah, like Jamal Crawford being forty nine, getting fifty-nine. But um he he's really nice. He's got some of the tightest dribble moves I've ever seen. Like Mm. he literally stops on the dime and he he threw like a fake pass and just Swish. Yeah, that's crazy. If you want
2: someone to tra- like if you were to trade someone for Ben Simmons or even in general. Yeah, I was just about me. to
0: ask Ron, if you had to if you had to
2: Dang make some well, type of trade. If I'm making some trade and it has to be somewhat realistic, I'm taking Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers. Oh and yeah. And swapping him for Ben Simmons just straight, for the defensive straight up. Straight up I would straight up swap that. Really? Dude, like having Malcolm Brogdon at the point guard. Why
0: don't you like not everybody knows the NBA as well as we do. So when you say these names, just like Malcolm Brogdon.
2: All right. One rookie of the year over Joel Embiid and Dario Saric product of Virginia member of the 50, 40, 90 percentage club, which means he shot 50% from the field, 40 from the three point line and 90 from the free throw line last year played for the bucks. So he was behind Giannis and Chris Middleton. As far as the priority went goes to the Pacers. Now he's on like 20 million a year, which is, considered flexible considering what Ben Simmons is going to be making starting yeah, next year. That's true.
1: Honestly it might be a little bit under what he's worth or what he right. could or potentially could be worth. Mm-hmm. And
2: he's only he's only he's like
1: flourished 24. in a yeah, he's yeah.
2: he's still pretty young around his prime. Did he he's, come out of
1: college?
0: Uh can I interrupt you Ron real quick with some semi breaking news. Oh, do, no.
1: do do do, do
0: uh eagles extend brandon brooks pro bowl guard gets a four-year extension through 2024 he, he deserves that he's the greatest yeah, I love guard that. in football right he's now he's very good sorry i just thought i might yeah quick little, he quick deserves a it. It. round of applause for brandon Brooks for him
1: the eagles <laughs> <laughs> philly sports yeah
2: <laughs> but going back on brogdon it's like he's super efficient and he fits the mold where he's a larger player at his position mm-hmm. you the big thing about Markel Fultz coming into the draft was that he was six foot five mm-hmm. and he could move with the ball and do things that only players like James Harden could. You get a guy like Malcolm Brogdon who can score on all levels efficiently, which is something Ben Simmons mm-hmm. can't do. You put him up with guys like Josh Richardson who's six foot six and everyone he else. He also plays
1: defense. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yeah. So you get an efficient guy in there. He's he's half a foot shorter than Simmons, but like mm-hmm at that point Guardia. who cares it's you need better offense product offensive production from your point guard and that's the reason why this team isn't hitting yeah. the next level because
1: yeah, he's just already hit that point of maturity where like he knows where his shots are right coming yeah. from and if, where to shoot them.
0: I don't know you got like I don't know too too much about these other players but like I've always looked at De'Aaron Fox is a really good point guard. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't d- trade him for Simmons. I, no, I, w- I
1: wouldn't. But I love the way he plays. I,
0: I would like love to see him in the Sixers uh, offense. He's he's a point guard for the Sacramento Kings. Very athletic. Um,
1: He's just a raw athlete. Yeah, yeah he's three he's years ago. Would have loved to have Russell Westbrook in a Sixers jersey. Oh gosh, I it, not I mean, not because mm-hmm. he's good, just because of like it'd be fun to watch him play. Right, but if I mean, I like don't that, enjoy Russell would be Russell Westbrook.
2: At you'd all. be trading Simmons for
0: Russell Westbrook, who's literally the same player, but seven and then inches he shorter.
1: tomahawks like your least favorite player, and you're like, man, I love that guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm personally not a huge fan of Russell Westbrook. Neither I just I. hate the way he carries himself and. A, I'm glad he's on the he's team a team like the Rockets, which yeah. I just dislike. I, I, Well, shout out to Joe Kaski if you're listening to that. But I started cracking Rockets up when the Rockets got Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And those two together, I was just like, there's Look, no way that's going to happen. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> I, I,
2: if they play well, that's great for them. I just don't like them. I don't like how they play basketball. I don't think it's... It's not team-oriented, and it's not going to win them a championship. It's literally just... It's just advertising at this point.
1: They also just haven't retooled in like four years. Like yeah. They just. They almost they're, beat they're the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, gonna yeah, be but coming they, at our they They're this. just so happy about keeping like the same six players that are average, yeah. and then trading the next three around until they get somewhere good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, why don't we just do a quick little part like, um, just what do you think the Sixers are doing the best and one thing? Or player that they should probably work on, Ron. You want to take this first? I, I could see that.
2: Wait, um, just just to clarify, when you say like what they're doing best. So like
0: name one thing that they're like really doing well, and then something that like they should probably be doing better. A lot better on.
2: They're doing really well at coping with JJ Redick not playing. Mm-hmm. I think they're scoring pretty well, which is a surprise to me because I don't like Brett Brown as a coach. I thought he's he's just not creative. He has the same three plays. He has more words in the vocabulary that he uses than he does plays in the playbook. <laughs> and when you're a head coach in the NBA, you need to have creative plays. Like there's more inbound plays than we do in, in a half court set. That's true. Or full court set when they're bringing the ball up. It's it's just they literally it's just frustrating give frustrating to watch. They give <laughs> either Horford or Embiid the ball in the you post know, it up. he posts it, it up and then he hands it, up, it off. Give and go. Exactly. It's yeah. not it's not creative. You could literally zone them. And you'd be mm-hmm. able to hold we them. Have and, that's zoned what, and I think that's what the Hornets
1: did. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't the Hornets zone? Us? Hornets, Hornets, zoned us up. It worked twice, and then I think they started zoning up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is your. Uh, yeah. Well ability, done. I'm just, I'm surprised just that say, they Just want to say, we probably would have lost
1: that game if Ben Simmons was playing.
0: <laughs> we'll get back to that for a <laughs> second. Uh, but, Ron, why don't you go with something that they need to work on? Just discipline. They're they're shooting yeah. the ball pretty well, but their turnovers are just
2: some most of the time just. Unexcusable. Yeah. And it doesn't help that, you know, we have someone in as our head coach, like Brett Brown, where he can say everything he wants, but it doesn't mean anything until mm-hmm. you're putting in the work to do it. It's easier said than done. Right. And the only per like there's only two people, you know, Al Horford and Josh Richardson, who weren't on this team last year. So it's not like Tobias Harris doesn't have chemistry with these other guys or Joel Embiid doesn't have chemistry with these other right. guys. Like they should know what they're doing. It's just they're just not.
0: Yeah. No, I feel I, I get you, I get you. Like going going now to you. What, what do you think the Sixers are doing well and not so well? Uh
1: I think they're doing defense and development well. Uh Corkumaz is actually putting in work and I never thought he would be. My man like, I Korkmaz. knew I knew he could get hot because didn't he do I think 12 he shot 12 threes in a G League game and I was like all right, then yeah. that's
2: not just Random. The past three games he's shooting right around fifty percent from there. Exactly. I met
1: that guy. He's taking good percentage looks. He sets his feet. Yeah, congrats on getting oh, a picture yes. with the Thank goat. Thank you, yeah. The goat. The yeah. goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's probably he's got that th- thick accent.
0: Goat cheese at least yeah. once in oh, his dude, life. He looks like he
1: hails from a place yeah, that uh pretty much enjoys a little he's bit. He's a very Turkish man. Oh Turkish yeah. boy.
0: He's he's tall. He is like I was standing next to him 6'7". Oh my six, seven, gosh. <laughs> very stylish though. Very stylish, stylish. man. Sorry. Great
1: beard. Great haircut. Absolutely. Sorry. Go go ahead. Yeah, his his development. I mean, Matisse Thiebel. They haven't even needed to develop him. He's just born to play D because of yes. that seven foot wingspan. Mm. I just the only player that I wish got more minutes is Mario Shayok because he could potentially be good. Yes. And if anybody doesn't know who that is, we drafted him like with the sec- a second round pick last year, and he's a Kevin Durant almost player, but mm-hmm. if he was like like a minus five points in every other category, like Fi- minus five attributes. <laughs> uh, he's, he, ma- he was in the 50-40-90 club in college. Uh, yeah. he's, a, he's a good player. He just needs time to play, and I really want to see him on because we need somebody that can stretch the foot like Korkmaz, but now that we have Maz, it's like, do we
2: really need him? If Korkmaz wasn't playing good, I would be on the committee to yeah, let exactly. Shayok be playing. The only issue with I, him is – I play the him
1: sh- at shooting guard, though.
0: Honestly. He he
2: needs the ball to do stuff. Yeah. And when you have someone like Shayok, you even saw it mostly yeah, in the summer f- league. He needs the ball to be able to produce, Honestly. and that's the issue with him. With uh, with Corkmaz, you can just put him in the corner or put him yeah. deep into the wing where he can yeah. just
1: spot up. He's and just shoot. a spot up shooter. Yeah, crazy idea here. But what if we just made our bench a second unit for Mario Shayok and we just <laughs> built around him? Oh my god! And we call it the Shotgun shock, uh, Shayok Crew. <laughs> that's
0: something. That's, yeah, that's it's definitely something. an idea to pitch to Brett Brown. <laughs> for me uh I don't know I think you guys covered it pretty well um Ron you hit it pretty well offensively and uh Mike you talked about the defense um I'm gonna go with kind of off what Ron said so last year to me it was their whole offense was either hand off the ball to Reddick or throw it down to Embiid in the post and like those two got majority of the looks but kind of now that JJ isn't here, um I think uh Brett Brown has kind of strayed away from giving Embiid the ball as much. And I know we all think like, yes, you know, Embiid should get the ball. He's he's a beast, you know, he's an all-star. But like we have other really good all-stars on this team. And I think if we get them the ball, then it makes the defense have to account for that and it makes it easier for Embiid to work. So I think I don't want to say the less Embiid the gets the ball, the better we are. But, like, it's just got to be, like, a, yeah. a balance. Like, you can't have everything go to Embiid.
1: I just feel like Horford doesn't get the ball enough compared to, like, other players. Yeah, uh, Tobias Harris, he's really just – he gets the ball when – he like comes up the court and asks for it. I I enjoy other to time bias. he just puts in spot up scenarios and he's not exactly. If the you best want
2: this offense game. to flourish, you need to get Horford the ball strictly in pick and rolls and pick and fades. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason why no he doubt. should be running around posting people oh, up yeah, unless, no. it's a, unless it's unless it's obviously like a mismatch. He then can He can finish on the
1: basket with the best of them. Yeah, but don't give him credit. But. Like,
2: you were elaborating on earlier with the spacing. Like, you know, and I don't want him to be shooting threes. I don't care, how, like, how good his percentage is. As of right now, I don't want him shooting threes because he's
1: too know. valuable I, under I don't basketball. mind
0: him shooting a couple threes. Like, if it's open, like, just take it. But, like—
1: I'm fine with him being able to spread the floor.
0: Don't—yeah, don't force the three, though. Like, don't— That's go. what he does. Yeah, that's, that's well, what yeah, that's because because I get frustrated. He, he will purposefully like get no down visible. the court.
2: He will purposefully get down the court slower than everyone else just so we so can that, be a trailer yeah. at the top of the key. Yeah and that's a yeah. wasted possession and that's mm-hmm. the problem when you even going back to Ben Simmons you don't want him taking shots
0: like that it's funny that it our point guard it all back
1: to discipline
0: yeah it, it's funny how our point guard shoots less shots outside of the paint than our center he's I taken yeah. zero well, honestly, shots in 14 yeah, that's I, crazy if he was a
1: small forward or power forward he'd probably be taking a lot more shots from the paint like he'd have yeah. a lot more higher field goal percentage mm mm-hmm. but that's not the position he plays yeah i think point guard.
0: um for my uh for my kind of thumbs down I guess for the uh, Sixers it's actually not a thing but more of a player and we were talking about it earlier but Ben Simmons I don't know if that's on coach Brown or if that's on on uh Ben himself or his teammates somebody has to step up though and like give Ben a smack in the face and be like look at look at how good you are right here show him clips and tape of what he does and be like okay you've done all of this Look at how good you are, look at how they react, look at how much better everybody else does around you and then show him a clip where he's driving to the basket and he jumps up in the air and throws it right to like a defender. like this, it's just yeah. so hot and cold with him and it's just it's so frustrating that nobody has I don't know maybe they have attempted, but nobody's gotten through to him where like you are such a good player when you do these things. Do these things more. like I just yeah if it, it's so frustrating as a fan. Um it's just I don't understand I don't understand it. We've we've had Ben Simmons
2: playing for 3 years now and he hasn't improved. I it's know. the coaching that's the problem. It's I, not yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah. You can say Ben look Ben Simmons can say he wants to shoot but he's not going to do it. Brett Brown can say he wants to shoot but he doesn't do it. Yeah. It's it's the system that's in place that surprisingly has worked. Yeah but it's not working to the greatest of potential because it, Embiid hasn't gotten much better either.
0: Yeah, it, yeah he's it's, honestly just stayed the same. It's like a mask. It's like they do good enough to wear, like, okay, that's you know so what, it, That
1: that's okay. I think we're just picking up half-created like half created pieces of something and then we're yeah, just, like, China. letting them figure it out on mm-hmm. the
2: Joel Embiid's three-point percentage has gone down every year how, since he got into the league. How did he
1: not have, like somebody keeping track of his diet at all times and straight know. on got in the draft like it is the player's responsibility but yes. it's also the re, like the staff to make sure that they're getting mm-hmm. it and well, it's not like he's not getting paid enough
2: it, he's been you know pretty good with as far as conditioning goes from what the reports were saying and he looks Recently, fine
1: but where was that all when he first got drafted and we've known to be have a horrible medical staff
0: yeah i like, think it's just so frustrating cuz like I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong about this, but it seems like Brett Brown just lets things happen, and he's a very lenient coach. Like, I, I want to... Oh, yeah, it's... always from the Spurs like, coaching tree.
2: Yeah. No Spurs
0: true. assistant coach has done anything good except for maybe Eric Spolstra. I mean, I think especially after what happened last year, especially in the playoffs, everybody was everybody looking for was Brown's head.
1: Yeah, everybody was expecting him to lose his job. Yes. Especially... Mm. I just don't get how that last shot happened. That was just God's—that yeah. <laughs> was God's divine intervention, right there. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, everything happens for a reason, I guess. Yeah. You make uh, it
1: a four-bounce shot from the corner over a seven-foot-two man. It's fine.
0: So, uh, when is the next Sixers game? Is that who are, who are they going against?
1: I think it's the Cavs. The
0: cat. Oh yeah, that—that's right. So, why don't we just do to wrap things up here a quick. Um, idea on the calves, maybe things about the game
1: uh we're probably gonna lose just because things happen <laughs> really yeah I mean the Hornets had a pretty good case against us <laughs> I have no faith in us because sometimes we just make a lot of dumb mistakes and the game's over <laughs> yeah it's uh it's definitely a young team and you also, can see last that. year the first time they played against us didn't have a single turnover in the first half. First wow. team to do it in like three years. Oh, <laughs> like no, the, the Cavs oh, did it. Oh, oh, oh. So,
0: I don't know. We'll see.
1: I, well, I am excited to see Darius Garland play, though, if he is playing.
2: Yeah. Wrong. I think if you give Thibault minutes in this rotation instead of giving it to, you know, as soon as Ben Simmons oh, goes no. out, then you get rid of. Thibble, he's not in the rotation anymore. Like imagine getting rid of one of your best perimeter players so you can let Trey Burke play a little bit.
1: Exactly. Just take Neto's minute, minutes. I think
2: th- I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue though. Kevin Love's going to give us more of a problem than anybody else and I'm sure Al Horford or Ben or so Joel Embiid. So out. Ben's not playing? Ben isn't going to be this playing. This is his tonight. last game out, right? Cuz He's probably going to miss the next one too. Really? Yeah, he's okay. getting evaluated after the
0: Cavaliers game. Gotcha. So Ron are I'm you taking going a with win. You're taking a win. I think I'm gonna have to go with a win too. I mean, I know earlier I said we're kind of a young team, but this Cavs team is in the rebuilding process, kind of it's chaos. Yeah, it, it's they don't really have their stuff together. Where there's
1: just too many teams that have beaten us and they shouldn't have.
0: Yeah, I think I think this Sixers will make this a definitive statement. Like you know what, we're still this really good team. Um, yeah, I think I think they're gonna come down. They're gonna play a steady game. Um, I think they'll seem a lot more controlled in the sense where, like, you know, they're just constantly doing the right thing. Of course, they're yeah. going to make mistakes, but I think uh, they're going to look back at these last couple games and see how close they were when we lost, like, and they're going to look back at that and take this and use it as a statement to yes. uh, to show that they're still contending for the first or second seed in the East. So with that, I think that's going to wrap it up for episode four of the podcast. So first off, we'd like to thank Mike for coming on.
1: Yes, sir. It was a pleasure.
0: Yes. Thank you very much for putting your input in uh, and being the first person to try out the uh, the hot take. So and uh,
1: it was an honor. Grabbing on the
0: side. <laughs> yeah. Um, but once again, we thank Mike for coming on uh, and thank you all for listening. We'll, we kind of had a little bit of a hiccup last week. We were trying to get something out, but we just couldn't couldn't really get there. So um, we're going to try and keep it more, con- or I guess, consistent uh, throughout the weeks. So with that, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I'm Colin Fuges with my co-host Ron Baker and our special guest Mike Flannery and our producer Roman Medina. And thank you all for listening to episode four of Panthers Talk Philly.